Let's declare a pandemic amnesty. Let's focus on the future and fix the problems we still need to solve. Fuck you. Welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast. I'm Tumbles. Next to me is... Cranky. Hi, Crank. We are on our way. You're going to get like a twofer this weekend. That's right. Double your pleasure. Double your fun. (laughs) We are on our way to some shitty motel in Lake George because tomorrow we are hiking right Iroquois and not Algonquin. Yes, Algonquin. Yes. And what's the fourth one? Uh, Some past thing. I don't know. Boundary. Boundary. Yes. So we will tell you all about that tomorrow, but I wanted to do kind of a bonus episode because last week we were hanging out and Tumbles mentioned like there's this pandemic amnesty thing going on and I had no idea what the fuck you were talking about so I just kind of ignored it. See, that's how much he really cares and listens. (laughs) He just ignores the shit I say. But then the following day, um, I was listening to part of the problem with Dave Smith and he was reading the same article that we are going to read we're going to have obviously a slightly different take um and yeah it really pissed me off so I want to do an episode on it and like tear this bitch a new one from Brown University and I can tell he's pissed off because he's like revving up and he can't go any faster because there's a car ahead of us yes so yes alright let's let's set the cruise Okay, well done. So, yes, this will be a dramatic reading with a bunch of edits, edits, edits in there. So this article was written by a quote-unquote-quote-quote journalist named Emily Oster from The Atlantic. The Atlantic is historically a left-leaning online news source. Well, it used to actually be a physical magazine, but they still might have physical magazines, but now it's, yeah, like everything else. It's online. online. Yeah. And as far as I'm aware, she's a professor from Brown as well. Oh, God. Yes. So once again, you have an academic telling we, the little people, what we should do. All right. So if you would like to begin. Oh, yes. Excuse me. In April 2020, with nothing else to do, I don't know about this bitch, but we were hiking, my family took an enormous number of hikes. Well, that is something something to do then. We all wore cloth masks that I had made myself. We had a family hand signal, which the person in the front would use if someone was approaching on the trail and we needed to put on our masks. Once, when another child got too close, My then four-year-old son on a bridge, he yelled at her, social distancing. So, I'm going to jump in. I knew that. (laughs) Um, So, this is what... (laughs) When I was listening to this, I had my headphones in, and I was doing some yard work, and I was listening to this article, and I started ranting and raving, and Mrs. Cranky came out because she thought I got in a fight with a neighbor or something. (laughs) Um, And this first paragraph is what set me off. It didn't take much, friends. Only one paragraph in. Well, if you remember, my friend, how many times were we in 2020 and 2021 told that we were selfish for hiking? Oh, yeah. That... We 
we're gonna kill towns that we stopped in when mm-hmm. we stopped off trail, that we shouldn't be anywhere near the shelters. Yep, yep, yep. From friends, acquaintances, friends of mine, uh, I heard through another friend called me selfish and irresponsible for hiking. I had similar things thrown my way. Um, you know, you don't care. You're, you want to kill old people. You're a grandma killer. Um, last I last I checked, it was actually the state of New Jersey who killed my grandfather. Indeed, you yes. are correct. <laughs> so, and it's people like this that we saw on trail. Go back to our episodes from that go back in the catalog we, we had many comments I remember hiking the AT in Pennsylvania seeing people give us dirty looks seeing people go way the fuck into the brush around us uh, make a big show of putting their masks on because we didn't have our masks on and we were just generally people in what is the town where we got um, the shirts and the oh, one. Oh, Duncannon. Yep. We were honked at by the lovely town folks of Duncannon for walking through their streets with backpacks on. People would honk and glare at us. Yep. So, <clears throat> this is what set me off because what you're going to hear as Tumbles reads is she is going to kind of offer an apology for this type of behavior and she is definitely one of the kinds of people that did this to us and then she's also teaching her kid bigotry uh, because if her kid is yelling at strangers and other kids she's teaching her kid to be an authoritarian bigot so these are the kind of people that we dealt with they were absolutely wrong we knew they were wrong at the time and now we are expected to just forget it and give them amnesty. Nah, fuck that. Carry I, on. Thank, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say that I remember when the announcement came for you from your place of employment that your job was going to be closed for the foreseeable future. Uh, I was not there yet, but it was only a matter of maybe four days and my place of employment was shut and we were working from home. So we were worried actually in um, Pennsylvania when we were hiking that they were gonna close the borders and we, we wanted to pick up toilet paper because in Pennsylvania they still had that shit where in the wonderful state of New Jersey they did not. Yeah, we cut that hike short. We were supposed to do That's right. two or three days. Um, we only did one and we got the hell out because we didn't know because there were all sorts of crazy rumors and we thought they were going to close the border and we wouldn't get back into New Jersey. Yep. Um, and then we spent that afternoon in a shop right in and amongst hundreds of panicked individuals filling the cart up with supplies. Oh, such fond memories. Yep. I think I have a picture of you lying down on one of the racks where toilet paper was at one point and the entire aisle was empty. Yep. Yep. All right, moving right along, let's continue the article. 
quote, these precautions were totally misguided. In April 2020, no one got the coronavirus from passing someone else hiking. What a fool fucking us. Yeah. Um, thank you for admitting that you were, quote, misguided. Because we knew that. Um, we knew that by the end of March. Yeah. Yeah, it was two weeks in and we, we Yep, they we had us this. for about two weeks and then we were like, wait a minute. Yep. Let's look at who is actually getting sick, the recovery rates, who is dying, who's in the hospitals. Yep. It's large population centers and the elderly. Mm-hmm. Even at that point, we saw that people, unless you had an underlying condition, you had a 90 recovery rate and outdoor transmission we knew that that shit was bullshit so we said we're gonna be in the best place we can possibly be both for our mental health and our physical health which is out in the open fucking air and we were told well we went through it selfish yada 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 um i had issues with my family members because of people like this who spread misinformation who now just says, oh, we were misguided with our bigotry. And by this point, also, people had started their through hikes. Their, their no-bow through hikes on the Appalachian Trail and elsewhere. Um, and they were told to get off the trail. The Appalachian Trail Conservancy said without a shadow of, without a, shadow of a doubt, there is no excuse. You need to get off trail now. So go into towns, go home to your families, possibly spread this, what their thought was, you know, the deadliest plague on earth. Correct. Go spread it everywhere. Don't stay out in the woods, fairly isolated in the open air. Go into the towns and spread it. Yeah. And, and because you're out in the woods, you wouldn't have it anyway. Yep. So it, you were more likely to get coronavirus going into those towns, going home, going to a fucking Airport. food store. Yeah. People who had to get off the trail had to go to airports and then fly inside metal tubes. Yep. I remember um, there is a popular um, hiker couple uh, called Do It In The Woods. And they're on Instagram and they're wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, They were starting their Pacific Crest Trail hike that year. And they were given so much shit online for staying on trail how dare you it's so unsafe you're spreading it spreading what if you're feeling okay and you're you're hiking 15 plus miles a day you don't have fucking coronavirus and you're not in a you're away from everyone you're not in a population center so needless to say they did complete their pct through hike well done Anyway, moving on. I mean, this is only paragraph two. I know, but like this, this really pissed me off because this this very woman like spread the nonsense that we dealt with and panicked people and taught her child to be hateful and bigoted towards people who were not doing anything wrong. Yep. So basically for the rest of this little paragraph, she goes on saying that transmission rates were vanishingly rare. Um, cloth masks made out of bandanas wouldn't have done anything. But Which the thing we is, said at the time. Yes. Yes, we knew this. But she's like, but the thing is, we didn't know. 
Well, it made it sound like you knew by the way you were acting towards people. Yeah. And from what the CDC said and Dr. Fauci said, they, when they recommended, they said, this will help. They, Who was the bitch? Who was the woman? A doctor. Dr. Scarf Lady. Um, yes, because I think she's equally to blame, even though she quit. Yeah. Yeah. They they spread misinformation. They said, this will Burks, work. Do Dr. This. Dr. Barks? Dr. Calling Dr. Barks. Calling Dr. Bob. Yeah. God damn it. It's one of, it's like a four letter last name. Um, but we knew that cloth masks weren't going to do shit. We knew that at the time. And then I also remember at the time, you know, talking about the conservancy and everyone saying, get off the trails. If you can show me one case that you, in a town, that you can trace back to a through hiker who was just doing their normal thing and then spread it to a town, show me one case. No one was ever able to do that. I was right. Dr. Burks. Good job. E-I-R-X. Okay, moving on. This woman says, I have been reflecting on this lack of knowledge thanks to a class I'm co-teaching at Brown University on COVID. We've spent several lectures reliving the first year of the pandemic, discussing the many important choices we had to make under conditions of tremendous uncertainty. I don't know. We were pretty certain, weren't we? And we were right. Yeah. Some of these choices turned out better than others. To take an example close to my own work, there is an emerging, if not universal, consensus that schools in the United States were closed for too long, which they were. The health risks of an in-school spread were relatively low, whereas the costs to students' well-being and educational progress were high. The latest figures on learning loss are alarming, but in spring and summer 2020, we had only glimmers of information. Um, No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You, all you had to do is look at the numbers. There were minuscule, minuscule amounts of childhood fatalities from this. And again, those very, very few had underlying conditions like leukemia or, you know, other kid cancers or obese children. Like, kids did not get sick. Yep. Schools were not a source of spread. And they, we all seem to forget that when they were looking to elongate the pandemic and elongate the working from home and all that horse shit, when they said child infection rates are growing. Like, how? That makes no sense. Why weren't child infection rates going up the past year and a half? Yeah. And now you heard it from the horse's mouth. Childhood infection rates were not. Like, there's kids were not getting sick so they you're absolutely right the teachers unions and government officials wanted to work from home they didn't want to go back to work you had a bunch of upper middle class privileged professionals that I remember hearing not until it's safe not until it's safe well it was safe and what they did was send every kid home and now they're in a panic because math scores are abysmal, reading scores are abysmal. We weren't the highest in the world to begin with. No, and and this made it worse. We're seeing severe problems with socialization. All shit that you and I and Mrs. Cranky said was going to happen and we said you shouldn't do this. 
this. And again, we were told, you're horrible, you don't know what you're talking about, you're spreading misinformation. I had a lot of my social media um, post tagged as misinformation, which yep. now all turned out to be correct. Because, like I said, upper middle class union members didn't want to go to work. Well, I was getting so fed up with all the horseshit, <laughs> and I couldn't necessarily on my my social media accounts spew out what I wanted to say because I would have been labeled and who knows canceled, canceled and, fired. and fired and all that good shit. And I said, "All right, I'm starting a Twitter account," <laughs> and that was where I was able to air my grievances. And I have to give it to the twit. It really blew off some steam for me. <laughs> now it's come full circle where we're both like, oh, I hate Twitter. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. Anywho. All right, so this bitch cites another example. When the vaccines came out, we lacked definitive data on the relative efficacies of the Johnson & Johnson shot versus the mRNA, the mRNA options from Pfizer and Moderna. I seem to remember when there was all of this hoopla about women getting blood clots because of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. But, oh, that's okay because only two women got it. Yeah, you and when you pointed that out, you're spreading misinformation. And that's not what they said. The president himself, both Trump and Biden, said this vaccine will stop you from getting COVID. Fauci said this. Yup. Will stop. Um, if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. You won't spread COVID. That's what they said when it came out. But for some reason, we were all still working from home. And at the time, we said, well, how do you know that? Because you rushed this thing through. Um, Trump rushed it through, and then Biden continued. They jumped on the bandwagon. They rushed it through. There wasn't enough... There um, wasn't enough information. Yeah, there wasn't enough evidence. There wasn't enough human trials. They just wanted to get something out, and Pfizer wanted to collect their government money. And both Trump and Biden wanted to say, look, we did something. We solved the problem. Yeah, this was all for, this was all to get votes. Yeah. Um, so this mRNA technology is brand spanking new. Crank, how long does it take for a normal vaccine going through trials, proper channels to come out onto the market? At least a decade. See? And how long did this take? Six Less months? Less than a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So... You all motherfuckers who said, oh, it's safe, it's safe, it's safe. How the fuck do you know when not even the experts know? They didn't, exactly. obviously. And no. now they're like, oh, we're sorry, you can still get it. Um, it doesn't stop you from getting COVID. It abates symptoms. Okay, so not only that, fine, it abates symptoms. But since that came out, you have people suffering from myocarditis. You have, and you know someone personally who has suffered from myocarditis because that she was person, coaxed yes, into that, getting the vaccine. That person, by the way, is now dealing with um, a lot of immune issues because uh, what happened was, well, she got myocarditis. And then another fun side effect was the vaccine fucked with the immune system 
and her immune system started attacking her body. So now she's on immune suppressants and is afraid to leave her house because she might get a cold and get seriously sick and die. Uh-huh. So great vaccine, huh? Also, you idiots getting granted if you're our friends, you know, hey. Poo-poo on you. Um, <laughs> you people, <And> you people <laughs> who not only got the initial vaccine, but when they were boosting the boosters, and so, oh, it'll doubly protect you. Do you not realize the more shit you put in your body, the less your your natural immunity goes down and you get sicker? And we said this at the time, like you're coming out with this vaccine for a respiratory virus, which had never been done before, by the way. Um, because what do respiratory viruses do? Tumbles? Um, Mutate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very... I'm sorry, I was looking at the moon. That's okay. <laughs> I don't see you either. <laughs> oh, shit. They mutate very quickly. So if you remember um, Delta variant and then B1M2 variant. So you remember those numbers well done. <laughs> you're taking a vaccine for a respiratory virus that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. We knew, we said all of this at the time, and we were accused of spreading misinformation, of lying. Every time you say misguided or misinformation, it reminds me of the Paramore song, Misguided Ghosts. That's all I'm like thinking about in my head right now. This episode is brought to you, you by, by Paramore. Paramore. Sponsor us. Um, anywho. Now, full transparency, Crank, did you get the shots? My place of employment coerced me into doing it. If I had to do it again, I would not have. I have not been boosted at all. Likewise. Yes, so we are both got shot one and two. Thing and one, thing one, and thing two have been put in our bodies. Um, top five regrets in my life. Yeah. Did you do the one shot and then the second shot a month later, like they would they prescribed? No, I did the first shot, and then I did the second one like eight months later when my yeah. place of employment started cracking down. Yeah, kind of like the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, another question: Did you get sick after the first shot? Yes, and my arm was all sorts of crazy, fucked up and numb for 24 hours. And did you, what shot did you get? Uh, Pfizer. Okay, so I got the Moderna, and I swear up, down, and sideways, I keep swearing, and I'll continue to swear until I die. Vitamin D, taken daily, prevents you from getting sick. Fuck vitamin C, fuck zinc. Zinc actually lowers my immune system for some odd reason. Vitamin D take 5,000 IUs a day and I guarantee you if you ever get COVID you will get a really mild case of it. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so to sum up, when the vaccines first came out, it was people like the author of this article saying you need to take it, you're a vaccine denier if you raise any questions about it it'll stop you from spreading it, it'll stop you from getting it. Um... We were right, she was wrong, and now she's just saying, well, we didn't know and we were misguided. Yeah, she says that the misstep wasn't nefarious. We were just, uh, it was the, just the result of uncertainty, all right. No, it was nefarious because the government wanted um, Biden 
didn't want Trump reelected. The Democrats didn't want Trump reelected. Trump wanted to push it through. They're both at fault. Trump yeah. wanted to push something through to get reelected. Um, so they, once it did come out, Biden was like, see, we, we got the cure. Everything's great now. Take it. And if you don't take it, you're a vaccine denier. You deny science, blah, blah, blah. So it was nefarious. And from Pfizer's end, they got, um, well, kids weren't allowed at first. So they got, what, 150 million customers overnight? Basically, which amounts to billions of dollars by the, that the government has given yeah. to this company. So yes, it was nefarious. Uh, 100%. And the only people that made out well are the politicians and the companies running this racket. Um, oh, not only that, when it comes to pushing vaccines and shit, um, both are at fault for ruining the country economically. And we are paying the price for that now. Right now. 9% inflation. Yeah. All right. Continuing on. I hope everyone is enjoying us because this is actually a trip down memory lane for me, too. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to rant and rave about this shit because it makes me feel better to get it out. Yeah, I, I got a text from Craig. We're doing an episode on this. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me. Obviously, some, some is in italics, some people intended to mislead and make wildly irresponsible claims. So this cunt, forgive me, this cunt is, is fake, okay? She asks for pandemic amnesty and says that she's misguided, but still there are people who are deniers who are at fault. Yeah. Remember when the public health community had to spend a lot of time and resources urging Americans not to inject themselves with bleach? No, no. they didn't. That was an offhand joke comment by Trump, an inappropriate joke and offhand comment, and no one took it seriously. Uh, yeah. Um, so we're still playing politics. That's where She's we are. She's asking for amnesty while still saying or bad. Yeah. Um, well, she says that's bad, too. Misinformation was and remains a huge problem, but most errors were made by people who are working in earnest for the good of society. Given the amount of uncertainty, almost every position was taken on every topic. And on every topic, someone was eventually proved right and someone else was proved wrong. In some instances, the right people were right for the wrong reasons. Oh my God, stop with your fucking word salad. That is the dumbest thing ever. So I'm sorry, even if you were wrong with the best of intentions, you were still wrong. You still put sick people in nursing homes and killed thousands of elderly people. You still closed the schools and fucked up an entire generation of kids. You still sent the public into a massive panic. You still destroyed the economy. You still separated wives from their husbands as they were either dying or giving birth or, um, you know, your parents were describing going to see your grandfather like through the window, like waving at him outside because they weren't allowed in as he was dying. In Italy, they had police running after people walking on the fucking beach. Yep. Uh, people were arrested. They closed playground. Like, even if you were 
wrong because you were trying to quote unquote help, quote unquote help people, you were still really wrong and caused a lot of problems and you shouldn't get to make decisions because you've proven that you're incapable of doing so. In so, Australia, there were COVID camps. Concentration camps, we call them. Um, it's the less polite term, but it's the <laughs> same thing. So yeah, even if you're wrong, for the right reason. You're still wrong. You still did a lot of damage. You shouldn't be allowed to make decisions. I'm sorry. Remember when people we knew got their mail and disinfected their mail? Yes. Yes. Because they were induced to do so by the government and people like this who were spreading misinformation and causing panic. Yep. But she says the people who got it right for whatever reason may want to gloat. Those who got it wrong for whatever reason may feel defensive and retrench into a position that doesn't accord with the facts. All of this gloating and defensiveness continues to gobble up a lot of social energy and to drive the culture wars, especially on the internet. These dis- I thought the culture wars didn't exist and we were just a right-wing conspiracy. Maga, 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 maga. At least we got that out of her, that the culture war is a real thing. Thank you, lady. You're right. These discussions are heated, unpleasant, and untimely unproductive. Yeah, you wouldn't have said that two years ago. In the face of so much uncertainty, getting something right had a hefty element of luck. No, it didn't. (laughs) And similarly, getting something wrong wasn't a moral failing. Treating pandemic choices as a scorecard on which some people racked up more points than others is preventing us from moving forward. So, she was wrong. She spread bigotry, hate, misinformation. Her type of thinking got people killed. Um, Ventilators. I'm sure she was pushing for ventilators to be sent to New York. People are still talking about that. Well, I'm so glad he got four boosters because it's better that he saved it on a ventilator. That was a recent tweet. Wow. Yep. That was disproven within the first month that ventilators were helpful. However, uh, governors kept ventilators going because they got kickback. The hospitals and the politicians got kickbacks for that. Yeah. Um, Hospitals got kickbacks if a kid went in. Oh, and you were asking um, why people said child um, spread among children is up. Mm -hmm. That's because the hospitals are fudging the numbers. If a kid falls off his bike and breaks his arm. That's right, that's right. And right. goes into the hospital and they do a test. Oh, he has COVID. So he's they, a COVID he, patient. He's COVID patient, yes. Even though he's not symptomatic, he's perfectly fine. He's in there for a broken arm. Yep. And each person who died of COVID in a hospital, the hospital got $15,000 per body. Yep. Shall we continue? Yes. No, okay, great. <laughs> we have to put these fights aside and declare a pandemic amnesty. So is there going to be an amnesty next year for January 6th? Like, are we, do we have to put those fights aside and just get back to our productive society and start working together again? Or are they still going to be screaming about that for the next 20 years? Well, so long as those people that are in jail without a proper trial are still in jail. Okay. Then, then, then that can happen. We can leave out the willful purveyors of actual misinformation while... Like you? Yes. While forgiving the hard calls that people had no choice but to make with imperfect knowledge. 
Los Angeles County, oh, what a perfect example. Los Angeles County closed its beaches in summer 2020. Ex post facto, this makes no more sense than my family's masked hiking trips. <laughs> she doesn't put the laugh in there. I just figured it was good for uh, entertainment purposes. <laughs> but we need to learn from our mistakes and then let them go. We need to forgive the attacks too, because I thought schools should reopen and argued that kids as a group were not at high risk. I was called a teacher killer and a genocide hair. It wasn't pleasant, but feelings were high. And I certainly don't need to dissect and rehash that time for the rest of my days. Moving on is crucial now because the pandemic created many problems that we still need to solve. Student test scores have shown historic declines, more so in math than in reading, and more so for students who were disadvantaged at the start. Oh, did you know that I just heard today that it was so 1984, 1984 would have been jealous. Um, this, this chick was trying to say that two plus two is not, does not equal four because math is racist and it's not a definitive, so it could equal five. I'm like, ah! Yeah, yes, <laughs> because there's no such thing as objective reality, so you're, you can't ever be wrong in that, yeah. Oh, they'd be so proud. We need, yes. Well, that's what's going on here. <laughs> yes. She just wants to shove all of what was done in the last two years, two and a half years, down the memory hole. That's what this is about. Like, just sweep it under the rug, move on. Don't blame me. Don't talk about it. Um, well, the way the news is going, I mean, the way the news goes all the time now is like that. Yeah. Kobe Bryant died in 2020. There were treacherous uh, fires in Australia in 2020. They probably People probably remember the murder hornets because that was funny. And they probably remember vaguely that the government said there were aliens. And that's about it. Yeah, and that's exactly what George Orwell describes in 1984. Nothing is ever analyzed fully or held on to. It's just quickly on to the next thing, constantly living in the now. Um, and that's exactly what you're seeing here. The other thing that I was thinking about with this article is we just had elections on Tuesday. This article came out before that. It very much looked like when this article came out that there was going to be a red wave. So the timing of her article is very suspicious because if there was a definitive GOP takeover of government, Rand Paul probably would have been in a position to do a lot of subpoenas and a lot of investigations. So her pandemic amnesty article, I think, had a lot to do with that as well. She says we need to collect data, experiment, and invest. I'm sorry, we've invested enough on this, and we don't have any more. Unless the government wants to print more money, which they, they do. Is high dosage tutoring more or less cost effective than extended school years? What? Why have some states recovered faster than others? Um, because they didn't follow your stupid pandemic rules. We should focus on questions like these because answering them is how we will help our children recover. 
many people have neglected their health care over the past several years. Yet you they told were told them to, to stay home. Oosh. Notably, routine vaccination rates for children for measles, pertussis, blah, 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 are way down. Rather than debating the role that messaging about COVID vaccines had in this decline, we need to put all of our energy into bringing these rates back up. Pediatricians and public health officials will need to work together on community outreach, and politicians will need to consider school mandates. You're wanting amnesty, but you haven't learned a fucking thing about mandates. You're still going to push this vaccine on kids. The vaccine that you admitted three paragraphs ago you were wrong about. The standard saying is that those who forget history are duped to repeat it. I hate that saying now so much. Well, her take on this is hilarious. But dwelling on the mistakes of history can lead to a doom cycle. Uh, oh, that's right. The doom cycle can lead to a repetitive of doom loop. The doom loop. Doom loop. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I want to name my band the doom loop. <laughs> Let's ignore. <laughs> Let's ignore. I think, actually, um, Dave Smith was enjoying that phrase as well. The, yes. doom, the doom loop. Let's acknowledge that we made complicated choices in the face of deep uncertainty and then try to work together to build back and move forward. Okay, Joe. Build back better. Okay, Joe, baby. Oh, that was painful. So that, as I've said many times throughout your dramatic reading, well Thank done, you. by oh, the way. Thank you so much. Um, I should have been on the stage. Yes, we should. <laughs> One woman play. Amnesty. Coming abroad, oh my gosh, that would be the best. It would just be me sneezing. <laughs> so, first of all, a lot of these decisions were not made innocently or for the best outcome of the people. If you remember, everyone was locked away, schools were closed, no public gatherings, but George Floyd protests were okay. There's a lot of that going on. (laughs) So these decisions were not made out of ignorance. They were not made to help people. They were made to prevent Donald Trump from being reelected. So then to go back and say, oh, we just need to forget about all that because we were wrong is absolutely disgusting. But even if they were made out of quote-unquote ignorance, okay, that's fine, but you were still wrong. So you should not get to make decisions again. It's like, should George Bush get to decide what we do with Ukraine or with our foreign policy? No. Um, the answer is no, because he made the worst decision, foreign policy decision in the last hundred years. Um, yeah, there needs... Ooh, that's a, that, that is a really strong claim there, Crank. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I would Ooh. I would say that the war on terror was far more damaging than even Vietnam. All right, um, I like it. I think that's a trail talk tomorrow. Oh shit! So, so we'll come back at you. Um, yeah, these people should not be allowed to get away with this. We were just talking about over dinner. We well, I forget the name of it now, but we went to some. It was a really shitty bakery in the crap wasn't very good at all. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. And the reason we went there was because she was defying New York City's vaccine mandates and said, everyone is welcome here. We're not going to medically discriminate against you. 
Uh, does she get her the fines that she had to pay back? Does she get reimbursed? No. Uh, the guy in Atlas Gym in New Jersey, that guy whose life was ruined, um, does he get an apology? No. She just, people's lives were ruined. People were, people died because of these decisions. And she just wants, and now there's a movement, just, oh, we were wrong, but let's just move on. No. No. Can I say how milk toast the American people are even the ones and we're guilty of it too uh, who are anti um, mandate anti-vax um, when I was in France last year in September 2021 in Paris it's like they they stormed the Bastille in the 1790s and they're still fucking storming the Bastille today. There was a huge, huge protest that ended in tear gas and fights. I, I, I went away when the tear gas started, but saying that there should be no vaccines for children. Yeah, they went along with it until. Um Macron was like, okay, now we're going to jab your kids. And then they hit the streets. So yeah, you're right. Like, we... People should have been in the streets here. And we weren't. Um, yeah, because we were afraid to lose our jobs. Yes. And then we mentioned the elections. People just put that both Republican and Democrat because there were very, very few Republicans who were actually good on this. Most Republicans went along with it. Um, these same people were just put back into power. The people that barred people from work, the uh, Whitmer, yeah, that that didn't one didn't allow her citizens to buy seeds. seeds, fucking seeds to plant in your goddamn garden because because it was a not essential item, a non essential items. Think about that. She banned her citizenry from buying food, and her people just said, "Okay, you get to keep your job." I, I don't understand. So, yeah, and she was real that. See you next Tuesday was re-elected. Yeah. But to bring it back to hiking, I the reason that the article grabbed my attention was because she started with that paragraph, that paragraph. on hiking. And these are the exact same people that we were getting into fights with in 2020. And now they're coming back and they're saying, oh, we're wrong, but it's no big deal. Just forgive us. No, not even forgive us. Just amnesty. Not even an apology. Now, well, now, I'm curious, you know, you have this chick, and this article went throughout Twitter amongst the independents and, and everybody, and just people who were like, what the fuck is she talking about? But I wonder how many people agree with her. I will never know, but I, I'm curious if you were to talk to the average Joe... I, I guarantee I know many people who would say, no, what we did was absolutely necessary and I don't regret one bit of telling people that you're a baby, your mommy, your grandma killer. I don't know. Yeah, no, a lot of people would agree with her and then a lot of people are already forgetting. Yeah. Um, that you, people are waking up, checking the news to find out uh, what they were allowed to do. I mean, I had people just actually in the last week that said, oh my God, 
gosh, I, I, I went to this function. I'm so glad I brought an N95 mask to wear because it seemed like a COVID spreader event. I said, are you out of your fucking mind? What happened to the cold? What happened to the flu? What happened to pneumonia? Um, why does it have to go to COVID? And, and granted, these people were and are obsessive about it. It's like, give it a fucking rest already. Yeah. Uh, and then to bring back what she was saying about lack of information and we didn't know. Well, you certain, like you said, you certainly sounded like you knew with masks. And then Fauci admitted that he lied to people about masks. But he said he lied to people to get them to because the situation was so serious. But the thing is, that goes in the news void. Yes. Because no one wants you to hear that. Yep. So, yeah, I, I feel better. I got that off my chest. Oh, I'm so glad. I, I like her scorecard idea. Um, I, <laughs> I definitely am keeping a scorecard. While I am glad, I guess I'm going to try to come up with a takeaway from this. While I'm glad <laughs> that things have gotten better. It's like Jerry Springer. <laughs> yes. What's your final, your final word? Um, and that we don't have to deal with this shit on trail anymore. It, just be aware for the next one. Whatever the next crisis is, these same people are going to be telling you what to do and remember how wrong they got this and now they are admitting that they got it wrong but they're saying it's no big deal. Just remember for the next thing that they tell you and they tell you what to do about it, whether it's climate change or the next virus or um, whatever it is. Clearly people don't care, but just also think about what's the, uh, what's gas doing now? What are your groceries doing now? What do the poor people in Germany have to do this winter to keep warm now? Collect firewood. Firewood is gold. Um, these are the same people that are continuing to make decisions for you and they got it really wrong and they just want you to forget. What's the answer? There is no answer because we'll have a two-party system until the system collapses fully. The and answer is to the best of your ability, save what you can. I, we, you and I should start stocking up on like supplies again. Um, that's the only thing that you can do. Learn a lot of skills. Stay physically active. Stock yep. up on stuff. It's the same thing we've been saying for over two years we've been doing this podcast. You know, it's interesting. Um, Graham Hancock, the Graham Hancock of uh, Fingerprints and Magicians of the Gods, Graham Hancock, awesome author. Um, he says the next major global catastrophe will seriously affect everyone but the primitive tribes living in Africa, in South America, parts of Asia, because they know how to hunt. They know how to fish. They know how to make a fire. So think about that. Yeah, they are self-sufficient. So the more skills that you can gain, the more things you know, and I'm Gil, I need to start doing more of that stuff as well. Um, the better off, the more self-sufficient you can be, the better off you'll be. 
This has been your doomsday preppers. <laughs> Cranky and tumbles. <laughs> the doomsday, the doom loop. Dude, this has been the continuation of the doom loop and the Rocks and Roots Doom Loop podcast. <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs>